This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Philly, this is, what the hell did you send me to? Lauer After Hours. Today we bring to you part two of the Billy Gill episode. We hope you really enjoy it. And don't forget to download, subscribe, rate, and review five stars. All right, we've got Dr. K uh, up in West Virginia. He's got a question for you. I think it's a top three question. Dr. K, go ahead. Oh, no, is he muted? You know what? It's my turn anyway, so I'll go. Wait a minute. This is a chat roulette. Philly, this is... What the hell did you send me to? Lorenzo! (laughs) There's like 20 people in this damn thing. What is this? Oh, my God. Is he here, too? Hello. (laughs) Congratulations, Zorg. Thank you, Morgan. Morgan's like the only person... Let me see. Who do I recognize here? Hello? What's up, Lorenzo? <clears throat> I, Who's in your background, though? Oh, I, I had to disguise my background because it's a mess back here. There's a play, there's a pack and play back here. There's an exercise ball. It's a mess. That Jar Jar This is my PTI background. My PTI wall. In case they ever ask you to be on. No, this this is early on from the the early pandemic when we. I see Joe Exotic. That's correct. That's how old this thing is. Remember that guy. Yeah, that was that, four years ago. Remember when we loved this guy? <laughs> is that is that the damn squirrel thing? That's Tom Nook. From, from, uh, Tom Nook! Thank you, Billy. Yeah, that's Tom Nook. Hey, Lorenzo, congrats on your uh, your new kid, man. Yeah, Thank congratulations. Thank you very much. Man. Thank you. If the bags couldn't tell, it's been going great. <laughs> the bags on the eyes are – the struggle is real. I think Steak Sauce is the only parent that I know of here. You look more – I've, I've, I've got three three boys myself, so uh, – yeah, I'm. I'm. Baby I'm deep number two is on the way in four days. That's right. That's right. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. We're going to Loren- podcast, baby. Lorenzo, did you have a question for Billy? Yeah. What the hell? What What the hell is this? I thought this was your thing, Billy. Why do you want me on this? I wanted you to say <laughs> you got Izzy, people. You're, you're, you're taking Izzy talk. away from his Friday night. You've got no, no, no. Izzy crashes totally on his own. Uh, <laughs> Izzy did this on his own, uninvited. This is a regular thing for me. I'm a voyeur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo Morgan is stuck in her garage because the power went yeah. out and opened the door. Isn't there usually like a manual, a manual escape or like a manual? Not in Australia, what? apparently. No, no one cares enough here. <laughs> like that's so, that's this is so Australian. Just like, oh, don't worry, it'll you'll fix itself eventually. Morgan, right. have you, you ever die. been to Tasmania? Yeah. Is it as cool boring. as it sounds? As cool as the no. 90s TV show made it seem? No. No. Don't me. Boring. What are you saying? We mean you. Lorenzo, it's terrible. It's a tiny little island that could float off and no one would notice. But the Tasmanian devil is as fantastic as his Looney Tune representation is, right? Isn't that extinct? Don't tell I don't me that. I think so. Don't tell me that. No, Tasmanian tiger's extinct. Tasmanian <laughs> devil is like, yeah, okay. 
Morgan, she basically emotions like that. She hates everybody that's not from I Melbourne. Don't no, yeah, I don't. You do. I don't. I don't. They're just assholes, and they're all not in lockdown, and they can all get stuffed. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to football games, thirty thousand people, and I can't leave the suburb. I hate them. I hate them. They're, they're, they are the worst and most evil. The Tasmanian Devil's endangered. Oh, we it gotta is. do something about this. The Tasmanian is a real animal. Of course, it is. It's yeah. like a little rodent, like a little snarly yeah. thing. Yeah. The Tasmanian so Devil. Tasmanian tiger. That's extinct. Yeah, the the devil actually has a tumor that has uh, basically <laughs> infected the populations down. It's not a tumor. It, it is a tumor, <laughs> and it actually has spread from Tasmania. It's a contagious form of cancer that has wiped out their populations. Um, but but there is some evidence that there are still Tasmanian tigers living in the wild. So I've heard. That. Let's not heard discount. That. Let's not discount that. Yep. They are so cute too. We'll, we'll have to have a cryptozoology podcast uh, special edition on the Tasmanian tiger. Okay. Why is There's Boston Kevin not wearing a shirt now? Naked Kevin. Um, I said it was supposed to be a okay. There's something wrong with Tasmanians though. Just they've got two heads. Billy, we have yes. a we have quite a few questions left. I want to make sure everybody gets theirs in. I want to throw it back to Dr. K again. Uh, I don't I think live. his audio is working. Dr. K, are you there? Can you hear me now? Yeah, man. Yeah, we can. Online Go too, baby. Billy, so Good, good to see you, man. Dr. K. I don't think I know, I've ever I'm, seen you. I know this is the first time. <laughs> we expected, right? I mean, I'm... I, you kind of look like Big Ben. Is that insulting? If it is, I, I take it very, back. I didn't very mean that. insulting. It just hurt my heart. You look like Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom, yeah, okay. Yeah, if he grew a massive beard and got sunburned, yeah, sure. You look nothing like Big Ben. Well, thank you, Izzy. You look like Cam Newton. Nice, so you can't be. All right, man. So if you had to choose candy bars or donuts for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? Oh, no, that's wait, an easy hold on. question. You, no, have to, wait. you have to eliminate one. Okay, but I can... I can eat other things, right? Or of course, I can yeah. only just, just, just eat. between those two. No, just, just between those two. Uh, hmm. I would eliminate, and I could it's any donuts or any candy bars, right? Yes. Sir. I'm not good at this game because I ask too many questions. I feel That's like I would answer. do. I think I'd do candy bars because there's more candy really? bars I think than donuts that I like. Wow. That is it your donut terrible guy? Answer. <laughs> Why? Wow. Even Are if we... you couldn't put candy bar bits on donuts, I would still have donuts over candy bars for the rest of time. Absolutely. I might like take donuts over any other dessert or sweet. When was the last time you had a donut? You don't have donuts. <laughs> I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> He was just having waffles yesterday. I had a waffle on the lower. I was gonna say, yeah. Why did you have a waffle on the lower? Oh, is that the day that I was late? I think that's the yeah. Day you were late. Like, yeah. Post speed. Post yeah. I'll, I'll pose this to Izzy then. What's your top three donuts, Izzy? I mean, well, the Krispy Kreme glaze just lives in the Hall of Fame by itself. Um, yeah. to me. But like every other. It just depends, really. Like, I like to, if there's ever like a really good restaurant and I see donut on the dessert menu, I'm automatically ordering that. Um, I can't remember if I've had one in particular that just stands out because I've just had a lot. Like, every, everywhere I go, like every city I go to, if I can find a really good donut place, I'll have one. For sure. Especially local. Yeah. Boston great, cream, great certainly the, the worst of the donuts, correct? What is? Boston cream. What? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's, it's it's like give me, give me a hole in my donut every day, please. I, I, <laughs> I like the, either the old fashioned or the sour cream donut. Boom! Oh, there you go. Yeah, those are killer. Apple fritters? Are we down with those? Very. Absolutely. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. Up call, some. No. Those aren't donuts, though. Those aren't donuts. Lorenzo. But they're like in the family, though. They're like a. They're in the family, but they're yeah. fritters. Okay. Is a long john a donut? It doesn't have the hole. Wait, which one's the long john? Like it's a flare. It's a maple cream bar. Well, if now we're now we're going down down this rabbit hole. What about uh, Dunkins? The little the little the little donut? The Munchkins. No, 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 Thank you. Munchkins. Yeah, yeah. Are we Renzo, what about the long donuts? John? 
I think long, long johns have to go in it. For sure. Okay. All right. That's a good question, Dr. K. That was a killer question. Sure. I'm glad you, glad you made it on here, man. No All right. Me too. We're throwing it out to Steak Sauce, A1, out in Albuquerque. Steak Sauce, you're up, my man. Hey, Billy, it's Steak Sauce. Hey, Steak Sauce. <laughs> so, top moment in challenge history. Uh, CT wearing Johnny Bananas like a backpack or Laurel doing the DX crotch, crotch chops after she thought she beat Ninja, but then she ended up losing. Um, man. Okay. So the Laurel thing, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I was rooting against Laurel when that happened, but that's before we became like friends with Laurel, which was like the strangest thing. But I love that that happened. Really? I shouldn't say we became friends. Charlie Hume became friends with Laurel. And I think it's because he has a blue check mark and he followed her. So then she followed him back and then he like booked her on the show and like, Ever since, I think to this day, they still talk, like, just regularly. And she still retweets and comments and likes all this stuff. So the Laurel thing, man, that was incredible. How Laurel was so happy and cocky and celebrating. And then Amazing. Um, but the bananas thing, I mean, that's classic. The bananas backpack, I think, is, is classic. All right. Lorenzo, what are you Did doing? You, were, you hey, were you disappointed by the finale this year? You know? They basically just, like, walked through snow. So I, I heard from Charlie Kravitz who like goes like deep diving on some of this stuff. And he was telling me that he saw somewhere that they cut out like, uh, apparently there was like a point in the finale where they had to throw daggers or something and they just edited it out. So there was supposedly some other checkpoint that was in there, but yeah, like in terms of like excitement, it was just them like going through snow unless they actually did other things and then it, it got cut out. Yeah, I didn't like it. Glad bananas don't right. know. That was dope. Yeah. All right. Good question, State. Good question. All right. Bruce is up next. Uh, I believe he's got a – was it a Charlie question? Hey, 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 Billy. It's Bruce. Hey, Bruce. How's it's it good. going? It's good. Are those like a thousand hats behind you? Yeah, it is. This is my uh, little – my work. This is where I work. What do you do? Uh, embroidery. I own, uh, own an embroidery studio. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, well, where I was going, so uh, other than Stugat, you're definitely, definitely my favorite person on the show. But we had Charlie on last week, and I was asking him if he was at ESPN, but he wasn't at ESPN, so I thought about it. I said, well, I said, hey, Charlie, um, hey, Charlie, if you were in charge of ESPN, and oh, crap, um, who would you fire in the shipping container? And he said you, and I was just kind of curious, uh, how does that make you feel? I mean, I feel like you're trying to start problems. If I'm going to be honest with you, I heard what he said. He said that he would fire me so then he could hire me in a company. So you listened. I, I listened to Charlie's. Charlie told me to listen to it, and I listened to it. I was about to say, Bruce, you're, you're a muckraker here, man. You're just Did you hear it too, Lorenzo? Yeah, I was about to ju- chime in here. I heard part one and two. Wow. Up next, we've got Coach Debro up in Wisconsin. Um, she's got a uh, – I think she's got a fast food question. Debro? Hey. Hi, Billy. It's Danielle, also known as at yo underscore Debro on the Twitter. So I have to look at my question because I already forgot what it was. Um, you, I would like for you to give me – or I'm going to have two questions for you. I'm really good at sentences. So – First, I want you to think about the weirdest food combo that you're obsessed with that everybody thinks that is awful and you get made fun of for. So think about that while you tell me your go-to fast food meal, like the main, the side, the drink. What are you getting? Oh, man. I mean, I love burgers. Like, you want a specific place? Oh, yeah. you know you know one that I like that I don't get that often because there's not a ton of in Miami? Do you guys have steak and shakes where you are? No, but they are great. Okay, so I like steak and shake, but I like a Frisco melt at a steak and shake. Like that's a rare treat for me just because like I don't get steak and shake. We're like Burger King or Checkers or which is like rallies. If you guys have rallies, I guess instead of Checkers or like McDonald's. Oh, also Sonic. There's not a ton of Sonics down here. There's a Sonic by the like Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play now. Mm-hmm. So like I like stuff like that that I don't eat that often, but I, I have so much fast food. I haven't had it in a while, but I, I eat fast food. Do you have Culver's? No, what is that? 
Oh my God. That's like up here. That's all we care about. Uh, steak sauce can also attest to that for me. It's pretty much like steak and shake ish where you have like the butter burgers, but very Wisconsin based menu. A lot of dairy. And what was the other question? Something that people well, make fun of me that I eat. Like yeah, like a really weird food combo. That's not normal. I mean, when I go to, when I get like burgers and stuff, I like making a layer of French fries, which isn't like super normal. Um, hmm. Combination. I don't know. Let me think. I've got one. Okay. And people tend to, to I've, I've met a few people that actually do like it as well. And, and we're kindred spirits. Wendy's, you dip the fries in the frosty. Is that, is that? That's fair. That I like that's that. That's pretty um, common. Yeah. Anthony's is that common? Um, yeah, very original. Hey, Christy, can you talk about that hot dog and give them an idea of how weird I'm thinking? Okay, so yeah, there's a, the, which I've been eating a lot of them lately. I've been having a hankering. <laughs> there is a, uh, there's a local restaurant here that does uh, a hot dog called the St. John's Hot Dog. It is onions, mayonnaise, and peanut butter. That is the uh, toppings that come on that hot dog, and it is absolutely delicious. I actually got some Thai peanut sauce, and I've been covering everything. I did burgers the other night and did mayo, onions, and uh, peanut sauce on there. So that's a weird combination that I think is what Coach is talking about. There's a place here in D.C. called Ted's Bulletin. Shout out, Ted's. Uh, They have a hamburger with peanut butter and jelly on it. And it's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, that sweet and savory combination yes. that you don't think of. Yeah, 100%. That, that Sticky, all about it. Delicious. They also have homemade Pop-Tarts. Ooh, wow. What? Oh, damn. Yeah. Ted's oh. never heard of that before. When COVID's gone, come down to D.C. I'll show you, I'll show you some spots. Ben's Chili Bowl. You guys have given me so many Ted food trips. <laughs> yeah, Aaron from Memphis. He, he, has a, he has a bone to pick with you, uh, Billy. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, Billy. How are you? Hey, Aaron. I'm good. How are you? Well, we'll find out how I am in a couple minutes. Yeah. I how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. The more I think about this, the, the more frustrated I get. So let's just, I'm just going to cut to it. I want to preface it by saying at one point, you were absolutely my, my, my most, I felt like we were friends. Um, oh, no. And, oh. and so I've been meaning to bring this up the last few times I've spoken to you, but I continue to forget but I didn't this time. So here we go. So little backstory. Can I just, before you ask me, can, is it normally this? <laughs> like, is it normally just airing of grievances? Because it seems like there's been a lot of that today. I'm sorry, yeah. Billy. I'm sorry. Festivus uh, Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. uh, we never did this to Ant, though. We just loved him. Like yeah, he's he's perfect. All right, Aaron, let, let, Aaron, let Aaron get it out. Come on, guys. All right. So... The, but before this last moss, I called in and talked about how I was coming or whatever, right? And so my father and I went, and we were speaking to your father, who is a fantastic man, let me just say. he's Of all the people that I've only met once in my life, he's like top five. <laughs> anyway, he told us that he listened to that local hour, and... And uh, after he heard it, he said, he told you, he called you and said, Billy, we should, you should reach out to them and we should, you know, meet up with them and show them around and maybe have a, go get some food or, or, or whatever. And you told him no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Billy. So just, can you just explain to me, I mean, what, what did I do to you? I mean, you know, I thought we were friends. I thought we were cool. Your father said that you should hang out with me and my father. And I know it wasn't my father that turned you up to the idea because my father had never spoken before on the show or anything. It was just me. So it had to be me. So can, can you just, you know, tell me your, tell me your issue with me. I mean, I thought we were friends. I can't deny that. That kind of happened. It sort of, it sort, it sort of happened, but it sort of happened. But at the same time, my father is not one to give people tours of anything. So he said, let's go give them a tour. And I said, where are you going to give them a tour from? Because he works from home. So I'm like, where are you going to take them? You don't go anywhere. You work from home. Where are you going to take them on this grand tour? He's like, ah, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, 
So just so just to be a hundred percent clear, like I don't know where they are. You want to go and just pick up two people that we've never actually met in person and drive them around with no actual destinations. <laughs> and then I think he said yes, and I'm like, I don't know that this is a good idea. We're just we're gonna see them tomorrow anyways at the event. Like you know, I think that that'll be good. I don't have a good I don't have a good response. I'm just sensible, like, Billy. I'm a, I'm a piece of crap. I don't know what to tell you guys. All right. If you've learned anything, it's that I'm just not a good person. Billy's father, after meeting us on here, Billy, would we meet Billy, your not so standards much. now? Uh, hmm. I don't know. What's going on with you? Why are you in the dark? Uh, it got dark outside, bro. Why don't you turn on the light? I'm worried about you. Oh, no. He's gaming. Mike Ryan fan account is gaming. No, he's not. not. He's outside. I don't game I s- now. Oh, what are you holding? Oh, it's a Yeti mic. I yeah, see. he's got a nice mic. By the way, let me just say, Aaron from Memphis, that was the most like calming accusation I've ever witnessed. You have a melodic voice, like it was. It was so. It, I've upset yes. so many people, though. I, I've been called out like six times already today. I mean, okay. good. You deserve it. All he right, lures well, you in with his friendliness. Oh, hey, oh, he I mean, does. Come he, on, he, boy. he butters just, you up. He I'm butters saying, you up with that, like that. that silky smooth southern draw, and then he and then he guts you uh, with you know you don't see it coming. Oh, wait, oh okay. talking about Billy, not Aaron. Aaron's a, Aaron's a delight. Keep going. Okay, Aaron. okay, gotcha, wait, gotcha. Hold on, my wife has a question for Billy, and this isn't gonna be uh, negative, but she's dealing with my daughter trying to get her back to sleep, so I'll ask for her. So she has a big fear about getting blood clots in her legs when oh, she's for too long. So she wants to know if you've ever had that fear, and if so, what do you do about it? Of course, I've had that fear. So I've gotten, I've had the fear of getting blood clots in my legs, like on long drives before, if I'm just sitting still. So it, it's gonna sound insane, but I would get like those, uh, you know, like those Adidas like slides that have like the little like pointy things at the bottom. Those are supposed to be good for like circulation. So like if I'm driving before, if I drive a long time, I just have them like on the floor in the passenger seat of my car. And if I'm stuck in traffic, I'll like grab them and put them on. And I'll just like start like doing like little, like almost like I'm marching in my car, thinking that this will somehow help the circulation and get the blood flow going in my legs. And I don't know that that's actually doing anything, but so far, I haven't had any blood clots in my legs, so I don't know if it's because of what I'm doing or if because I've been lucky. Who's to Mind say? Never matter. Who who is to say? Indeed. Good question, Aaron. Good question, Aaron. All right, uh, Jeff is up next. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. Hey, Billy. It's Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How 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 are you? Ah, uh, you know. It's been it's been a little rougher than I thought it would be. If I'm going to be honest with you, I, I, I think I think you've been great. Thank you, Jeff. Um, so before uh, I ask my question, I would just like to say two things. One, I think you're discrediting yourself a little bit on like the host situation. You have like a distinctive like Kenny Maine, but for reality TV show route there that you may be able to fill in. I feel. Um, and also, Zoe, thank you, (laughs) Zoe, I would just like to tell you that I'm like eternally envious of how excellent you are at destroying everything. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) It's not easy, man. It takes lots and lots of years of work. I love Lorenzo. Can I just say that I love Lorenzo? It, 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 I die every time, dude. It kills me, but (laughs) Anyway, uh, Billy, my question is as follows. Um, so at some point, well, well, let me say this. You, you play a bit of the neurotic character, right? But at some point, you kind of got more and more on air. And how stressful was that crap for you? Because I get stressed out asking you a guys a question on Zoom. I can't freaking imagine what it's like like being on a national show with Dan. Um so at this point it's not really that stressful. Like it's it sounds weird, but it's just like five or six of us like in a room, right? So like you don't really think about how many people are actually listening. Um but 
at the beginning, it was like super stressful because I start, like I told you guys, like I started as an intern. So I never was talking on the air. So then the, the first thing that they had me doing was I had to go through and I had to read like negative tweets, right? So I had to find like good ones and they're like, well, rank them. And it was like a segment called hashtag nobody likes us, right? And I'd have to find them. And it was stressful, one, making sure that I found good ones. And then two, reading. Reading seems like it's easy and then you do it on the air and it's not as easy as you think because you just get in your head. So it was really stressful at the beginning. Now it's like nothing. Now I go on there and I, I mess up all the time and I just don't even really care anymore. Like I, that sounds bad, but like I just keep going through it because I realize that I'm just going to make mistakes. And like, yeah, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as you think. And the more you do it, the easier it gets in terms of stuff like that. Billy, yeah. what about with, what about with TV cameras along with the radio? You know, being on, what about thinking about everyone watching you, not just listening? So TV hasn't been that bad because the way that the studio is set up is it's so small that it's not like the big like TV cameras that like you see for like HQ or anything like that. It's like these little robot cameras, right? So you forget that they're there. So like it's basically, it's almost like security cameras that they have like placed around the studio. And then in DC, like Lorenzo can tell you better than I can. They, they have like remotes, so they move them around and they can like zoom in and do stuff with them. But you don't even realize that they're there after a while. They're not very invasive. They're like little, they're like little, like they're like security like cameras. Robocams, yeah. yeah. Security cameras is, is a great, great comparison. They're like little bubbles with camera inside. I think. Wait, hold up. I think I saw Steve on here. Steve's been in the studio. I have, yeah. You and your I did notice Hello. every camera. I was terrified. Uh, I was off camera though, so it was it was a little easier. But I, I was think, in the. I got to sit in the other room where you guys were they actually like filming it, where you guys feed into. Oh yeah, and the, the other closet that we yep. have, the, the the control room. Um, I think in total it's like eight cameras, so they're scattered around. There's three inside Dan and Stu's uh, studio, then three other ones. No, there's there's three. There's one in front of Mike, and then there's three other ones in the in the shipping container. There's a lot. There's a lot of cameras, and then the drone that we have that that I haven't employed yet. There's a drone. What? Actually, that's something Bill wanted. It, there is no real drone, but our director's like, "Hey, man, we should get a we should get a drone and take some drone shots." Hmm. Bill, he's, Bill, he's dealt with Bill. That's a director. good impression, though. Nobody right? knows who you're talking about. <laughs> Bill, director Bill. I I, right. I I appreciate you guys' insight. Thank you very much. All right, look, long got... story short, it's not it's not part of it. Also, if I'm going to be honest with you, so like when they did like the factors and all that stuff, and they like I was insecure, Guillermo. That made it so much easier to like be myself and take the stress off, right? Because I wasn't trying to be like an expert in like whatever, like baseball or basketball or whatever. And it was almost like expected that I was going to mess up and it was just a matter of time until I did. So that made it so much easier and more comfortable in just making the mistake because it was already expected, right? So then right. by the time that I'd make it, it wasn't that big a deal. And it was easier to get more confident i guess by knowing that you know like i was gonna mess up and people were just gonna know that i messed up and it was cool yeah but that's easy to say when your nickname's not fat chris yeah i mean all right up next we have got uh barrett and god almighty billy he has a bone to pick with you as well i'm sorry man i <laughs> this is not i swear yes. to god this wasn't how this was supposed to go barrett go ahead man get him get him Billy, I wouldn't say it's a bone to pick with you as much as like I'm patiently waiting for something. But first, let me start. Let me start. Oh my God, are you about to go and grab it right now? You are the man! Yes! Okay, whatever. You're gonna grab it and not send it. Oh yeah, probably. So for the listeners at home, last year after Art Basil, first, let me start. Lorenzo, thank you so much for being on. Izzy, you guys are awesome. I appreciate it so much. But yes, right there. Last year, Art Basel, nobody bought the Tennessee Titan, and I came on the Lauer and offered some amount of money, and you said, I'll just send it to you. You have it. This is it. It's here. It's been in my living room for months. My wife wants this out of this place, um, but I, I, just, I haven't <laughs> sent it yet. But it's here. It's safe and sound. Just 
Rest assured, it's been sitting in my living room for You're a You're stuck long in a time. pandemic. What else do you have to do, Billy? I'm not going to go to UPS. Are you crazy? You know, you know email they do pickups. They yeah, do pickups from your thread. house. He's Billy, our postal system is dying. You could be helping them by sending that through mail. I'm going to put this in an envelope. Buy stamps, everyone. The, U- the United Postal Service needs it. I Does it put in that ex- expense everything? I should put a stamp on this and mail this and see if it gets to you. You can. You absolutely can do that. I think I'm going to do that. I'm just saying, in our email thread, you have told me twice now that you're going to send it after the holiday break or after this pandemic stuff is over. Well, it's still going on. Well, (laughs) fair enough. Fair enough. Can you please send it to me? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think we've settled that. I, uh, we're going to have to have a follow-up uh, episode specifically about this uh, specific phlegm brand. Don't do that, okay. please, because you know that I'm not going to oh, send it, and it's just going to be another I thing want, of people I attacking want, oh, me. We're going to. This will be an ongoing saga. This will be like uh, th- this will be our uh, uh, prestige <laughs> podcast like the, that follows the, the course of this painting. Okay, Cody Cavalry, go for it. Cavalry, who's that? Hi, Billy Gill. Angela Nuance here, man. I really missed you. Just wanted to let you know that you're doing a really great job. All these haters, man, they can really kick rocks. Just keep doing your thing, bro. I wish uh, the best to you, and you can be the best broadcaster, producer, the president of the United States, whatever you want to do, man. I really miss you. Hope to talk to you soon. See you later. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> I had no idea that was coming. Okay, all right. That wasn't really a question. I don't think that really needs a comment. Uh, or I wanted you to fly follow. away. You needed to fly yeah, away. Okay. All right. So up next, we've got Price. He's got a question about a tortilla toss, I believe. Price? Hey, Billy. It's Price. Hi. Uh, so uh, the video of you and, and Chris that day that y'all were throwing the uh, the tortilla, trying to break the the record. Sometimes I I'll watch that when I when I need a good laugh. Uh, but I was I was going to ask you what food do you think is the do you think you could throw fifty feet the easiest? You know I have my regrets on how I threw that tortilla. I was thinking about it and I could have crumbled it up into a ball and thrown it probably a lot further than I did. But I didn't think of it at the time. But if we're not talking about tortillas, like what type of food? I mean, of like any type of fruit or vegetable, right? You could easily throw 50 feet. Um, Is there an ingredient in a uh, that makes up a taco you could throw 50 feet besides the besides the uh, the tortilla shell? Hmm. Maybe like the cheese. If I could make a ball out of the cheese, the meat yeah. fall apart. Uh, sure. I don't know. I'm not a big taco guy. Do you guys like tacos? Eh, they're okay. I'm sorry. That's such tacos. a vague. That's it's such tacos. a vague question to ask. <laughs> what about a flatbread? Maybe. You can throw flatbread has. There you go. Stiff. You could toss it. Somewhere. What would you throw, Lorenzo? A flatbread. That may that may go fifty feet. Or like a DiGiorno pizza. Um, a frozen pizza. A frozen pizza. I cooked would be it's easy. like a frisbee. It's basically a frisbee, a frisbee. Yeah. Dude, I feel like a mango. Like a mango, Billy's got the right idea. You get like a baseball sort of thing. Yeah, a mango, you, you get deep. Yeah. Shot put a mango. Yeah, it's definitely a fruit or vegetable. Why would you shot put a mango, Lorenzo? Just because you're, like you're not, no, you're not flicking no, it. You're you not, throw it like a ball. No, yeah, you're it's, shot it's, putting it's, it. You're doing the whole which do you track think, and okay. field guy, man. You should know this. Okay, but no, okay. You, you, shot, you, shot put, you shot put a coconut, you throw a mango. Jeff, why are you screaming? I mean, he's right, though. He is right. He's just peeking. Every time he talks, he holds the mic up to his mouth and screams as loud as he can. I don't I envy don't, whoever has I, to edit this. <laughs> it's Mike Ryan fan account. He's the editor. I feel... Uh, uh, his uh, name I is Eric, really. This one's going to be a pain <laughs> for you to do. Where does uh, he find all the time to edit these when he's gaming? I have an idea. I think I'm going to do like the first half that was polished as one and then release the others just raw video. Here you go. You should do that. You should a absolutely huge do that. peek behind the curtains and see how many downloads it gets. Okay. We've still, got a, we've still got a few more questions. Uh, so I don't know if you answered Price's question at all. Uh, what was frankly. it? Wasn't it throwing uh, food? <laughs> it was something about a tortilla toss. Like, 
the the uh, we yeah, maybe you did answer it. I kind of tuned out. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I do it all the time. Next Don't question. Worry. Next. <laughs> all right, John's got a question, and then I've got a question from Mayor Matt. John, go ahead. Oh no. Right. Mayor Matt is here. Hi, Billy. It's John. Hey, John. So um, my questions revolves around um, having Samson uh, on the on you know on the show, and uh, what are the uh, feelings you have? Are you conflicted? I tried to explain to the guys since I'm local here in Miami, kind of a, a little bit of the the hurt that we feel um, when we hear him on the show, uh, but they seem to be like really pro Samson or, or Team Samson, and um, I just wanted to know how how you as a Marlins fan and and having to deal and produce the show uh what are the feelings you have uh, how how conflicted are you so that's a good question so as a Marlin fan I did not like David Sampson like he was the for running your team he was the worst like him and Loria were not a great combination but I will say this as a person from the limited interactions I've had with him, he's a very nice, decent person. So like, I'll tell you a couple of stories that I've had with interacting with him. So when I was like a fan, I was like, you know, like 18, 19, something like that. Right. I was like, well, how do I, that's when you're like, I probably wasn't that even that old. It was probably like 16 or something. We we're like, Oh my God, I want to be a ball boy. I want to be this. Right. And we were at like a fan fest and he was like walking around and I'm like asking him like, Hey, how do you do this? And he's like, Oh, here's the email, email this person, blah, blah, blah. Like very nice. Like he was walking around. He's the president of the, of the team. He doesn't have to talk to anyone. He was very nice with that I didn't do it because whatever I wasn't old enough or something. I don't know. And then a second interaction that I had with him was when I was in college, I was doing like journalism classes or whatever. And you had to do like a project. It was like video editing project. And one of them was like, you need to interview someone. And this was in like 2011-ish, I want to say. So the stadium hadn't opened. Stadium, the new stadium was going to be opening the following season, right? So I reached out to Samson and I was like, hey, um, this is, I'm Billy Gill. I go to FIU. I'm studying journalism. I have to interview someone for one of my classes. I wanted to do a project on like the stadium, the Marlins. Like, is there any chance that you'd be able to do it? really nice like he didn't know who I was I at the time I was an intern but I didn't say that I was an intern on the show didn't know who I was he he had me come to the old stadium he spent like an hour with me he's like you want to do this in the dugout you want to do this on the field where do you want to do this he was like reading me like emails like all oh, people hate me reading me like all these hate emails that he gets every day and uh he was really generous with his time he sat down, he answered every question that I had for him. He, t he took me out, he walked me around. Um, and then he even was like, oh, do you want to go see the new stadium? We're doing like a media tour. If you want to go, we can put you on the list. And it's like, I'm just this college kid that's not like anything, right? And he went out of his way. He was very helpful, really gracious with his time. And he even told me, he's like, I, I'm doing this for you. He's like, do you want to know why I said yes to this? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, because like when I was trying to come up in the business, no one helped me. So anytime someone asks, I try to help them. So he, your feelings aside of like how he ran the team, he's always been really nice and like a decent person, which is not at all the way that like he seems to want to portray himself when he was running the team. Like he seemed happy antagonizing people and stuff like that. And even now when he tells some of the stories, like you could tell that he gets excited and happy, like agitating people. But from the interactions that I've had with him as just a, a person that he didn't know who I was or, you know, not a part of the show or anything was always a good, decent person. Okay. Yeah. He comes off on the radio with, with his He's an angel on and how dare you how dare you bring Debro has a major crush on david sampson we, really we try to we try to avoid david sampson around here as much as possible because she immediately has to uh like the whole thirst comes out it's pretty pretty blatant on her part yeah i heard he has been nothing but generous to this podcast okay all right all right all right all right he so, didn't yell at uh, me, but it was my fault, and this is why, because we are terrible uh, at timing, okay? And we Danielle, tried to learn our lesson. Danielle, Danielle, I'm about to it's put the tie business. on. It's just business. It's nothing personal. I'm about to put I the tie on. It's pretty personal. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so this is a question. Mayor Matt could not be here this oh, evening no. because his daughter oh. is graduating from college. Uh, and uh, so priorities. Right. Exactly. Seriously. Like why, you know, she'll graduate from another college in another four years or something. Right. You know, be here for this. Uh, but he wants to know why the coffee mug never made it to Allison and ended up in your parents' house. Would you like to comment on that? I don't know how to answer this question because I know <laughs> I know the truth, but I don't well, know. Then, I mean, that's a good place to start, Billy. <laughs> I know. Come Lorenzo, on. Should I answer this question? Wait, it's at your parents' house, right? It is at my parents' house. Okay, so that's like the biggest honor. Any any Cuban No, parent, because it wasn't parent? intended for my parents. It was oh. intended for Allison. I was trying to save your ass here on your own. <laughs> okay, don't, Lorenzo, don't help him out here. Let, let him was, go. Go for it, Billy. Come on, come on, spill it. Okay. So we went to... We went and we visited him. He gave me a bunch of hats to give to the people in the studio uh, gave me the mug and said, give this to Allison. Cause he knew that Allison was also in Atlanta. <laughs> and then this was the, this was the second to last day. So we were there, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, this was on Thursday and Friday. As soon as we finished the show, we were leaving. We had to go to the airport and that was a whole debacle, but we got this like late Thursday night. And I don't know if by the time we drove back, Long story short, I tried to give the cup, the mug to Allison. The mug I tried to give to her and said, this is from the mayor. This is a gift that he sent to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't get into any specifics, but I made the attempt to give the mug. I don't know if it was a packing situation. Uh-huh. I don't know why the mug, I don't want to say wasn't accepted, Okay. I don't. I, I found a good home for that mug. I, I tried okay. to give the okay. mug to whom it was intended for. Right, right, right. So the, the you're saying the mug was just flat out rejected. I didn't like say a, that. I like didn't a, say a, that. okay, all right. I, so so like a baby, like a baby bird abandoned by its mother. You rehomed that mug to your parents' cabinet. Is that correct? I did not flat out say that Allison rejected the mug. I didn't okay. say that. I would never okay. say that I tried to give her the mug and she said, of what am not. I supposed to do with this? I didn't say that. <laughs> None of that was said by me. Okay. I right. will just say that I was given the mug. I attempted to give the mug to the person it was intended for. Right. And then I said, you know what? This mug has done nothing to anyone. Let me find it a good home. My mother would love this mug. So I gave okay. it to her. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, it's on the record now. It's on the record. And uh, hopefully, if you're ever back on again, hopefully Mayor Matt will be on here and he can shame you into admitting even more uh, details to that. She didn't want the mug. Look, she didn't want the mug. (laughs) I tried to give her, she didn't want the mug. So I gave Um, her my mug. uh, Mayor Matt had a a follow-up question. Uh, uh, Actually, would you like to talk about, um, or could you talk about for, for just a moment uh, before we let you go, your father's charitable work uh, regarding the food pantry? Who's it? Uh, yeah, sorry. Who's this Green Reaper? Like, who is that? Is that like you inside that costume? Yeah. Oh, I just put my head on it. Huh. I get distracted easily. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, so... Th- the food drive, it, it, okay, so it's an annual Thanksgiving food drive that my grandfather actually started. My grandfather has the same name as my dad. And he would do every year this, uh, you know, this Thanksgiving food drive. He did a lot of charitable work. So, like, mm-hmm. I would grow up, and he died when I was, like, 10. But, you know, growing up, I'd see him doing lots of collections for different things. And it was almost like every day he was going and donating things to, like, you know, food banks or, like, the homeless shelters. Like, he, he did a lot of stuff because he was retired, right? So one of the things that he would do every year was he had this Thanksgiving food drive um, and he ended up working at a church like as an accountant. And then when he passed away, like he, so he would come and he would collect the food on his own and then he'd take it to like these nuns in Opalaka, which is like a, you know, a poor area in Miami. And then they'd like make little bags and distribute like Thanksgiving meals, whatever. 
Right. Um, so then when he passed away, they kept doing it. At first, it was just him doing it. And he'd fill up my, my their house, like my grandparents' house, just with like all these cans of food and rice and all this stuff, right? And then when he passed away, the church kept doing it. And then ever since, they've just, you know, continued doing it. So every year, we'll go and we'll, you know, participate in like the food drive and fill up like a truck with, as, I mean, as much as people donate. And then we take it to sure. like the nuns and then they distribute it to like whatever the number is like 100 200 families like in the area so like that's how we got you know involved in that was just kind of continuing what he had been doing because like the church named the food drive after him and kept doing it so like that's it's not i wish i had a better answer but it's basically my grandfather did and he died and now we do it i gotcha i gotcha that's a cool tradition to to carry on okay uh final question and i'm going to take it because i'm the one that's had to wrangle these cats and it is a it's an either or question okay um, wait aaron is that the great american pyramid this is the bass pro shop which is which 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 was the uh pyramid in which the grizzlies used to play their home game that's correct so and the university of memphis as well that is correct and now it is a bass pro shop slash hotel slash bowling alley what that's, that's crispy yeah, go yeah. You you guys are the king of absolutely uh, like discussing everything that the listeners cannot see right now. So uh, just just so you I know. thought I had to look it up, look really close because it looked like the Luxor in Vegas, but then yeah. the Bass Pro it's Shop. Because, it's because it's because Memphis is an Egyptian name and it is uh, part of the kinship with uh, the naming of Memphis, Tennessee. That's why they built the pyramid. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that? Two dollars all around. Yeah, Super. <laughs> yes. this is a typical thing with Lorenzo. So, like during the show, he'll be we're learning. Me. People, we're learning during the show. He'll be g chatting me, right? And Lorenzo's like the king of. Let me just bring up a, a topic that we're not talking about. Just kind of like he's fishing, right? Like he'll just throw out these like little topic bait, right? Right. And then right. if you bite, he'll just start giving you all of these random like nuggets and facts on things, and it's like, what are we talking about? Like what's happening right now. And it's just because he wanted to share all of these facts and nuggets. So he'll throw in like this random thing. He asked him what that pyramid was, knowing what that pyramid was, because he wanted to give the facts about that pyramid that he knew. Amazing that it went from a basketball arena to a freaking bass pro shop. You see what I'm saying? He just wanted to do that. That's why he asked what that was. Okay. Freestanding elevator. The world's tallest. How's that possible? It's freestanding. I don't know what that means, but. Okay. All right. I am calling an audible here. Damn it. Billy, we all love you, but I cannot be on this Zoom call the rest of the night. Yeah, my wife's going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, you're a newlywed, so you can't can't be getting in trouble this early on. Is Morgan still stuck in the garage? (laughs) Great question. I'm never going to get through this. We're worried about you, Morgan. Have you escaped the garage? No, but look at the Sydney Harbour Bridge. There you go. Lorenzo, any facts on that? That's Sydney. No, no facts. No the facts. Sydney Harbour Bridge. Well, the <laughs> Opera House is right by there, isn't it? Yeah. Another boring thing. He's going to talk about Finding Nemo. And Finding Nemo. That's right. All right. Billy. I know Mike Ryan got to do the Fort Wayne 5 baseball game. Uh, and that was cool and whatnot, but uh, I have been in communication with the team manager, Carson Bowen, for our local team, the Wilmington Sharks. Um, and they have agreed to have a Billy Gill night if and when minor league baseball ever picks up again. So my question is, which do you prefer, the Billmington Sharks or the Gilmington Sharks for the evening? Oh, Wow. There's going to be a name change. Wow. Yeah. And these guys do a mystery crate segment, like with the crowd and everything. Like the Carson Bowen is a huge fan of you guys. Renee has a gripe. It, it's it's got to be the Guillermington Sharks. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but that's the point. <laughs> or make it like Which, a Hispanic heritage oh. night. Make them the Tiburons. Tiburones. Oh, my God. Or the G. Lewis all right, which one is it? Which one is it? The Bilmington Sharks or the Gilmington Sharks? Wow. 
I think I'd go Gilmington Sharks because selfishly, Gilmington Sharks would just be me, right? Where if it's Gilmington, I could be like, yeah, you know, dad, like this is like a family thing, you know? Okay, and then I could yeah. talk him into it. Okay. All right. Well, that that's all I want to know. That's that's going to end it right there. Billy Gill of the Shipping Container of the Dan Levitard Show joining uh, ESPN's number one fan podcast, Lauer After Hours. Thank you so go? much for this. It was uh, it, well, it was a marathon. I think that's the first word that comes to mind. Uh, but a great marathon. I think Where would you rank it? Rank it. I would rank Second. it. Uh, Yes, yeah, second probably, probably behind Anthony. Behind Ant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of how, uh, how how good he came off. So, um, yeah, Billy, thank you so much, Lorenzo. Also, uh, thank you for joining and completely derailing us at every opportunity. It was um, my pleasure. Yes, you did an excellent job at that. I, I see the love hate relationship uh, that everybody has with you now. Oh, it's, it's all fantastic. love. I love Lorenzo. Oh, uh, uh, we do too now for sure. I can't. We can't wait to have him as his own as his own guest. Uh, everybody, on the count of three, uh, give a uh, uh, thank you, Billy. One, two, three. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Sim is six foot nine. Thank you, Billy. Chris Cody. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Zoe. Oh, oh that's Chris Cody. Cody's here. Oh, Unmute yourself, Cody. Oh, Christopher Cody. Yeah. Yo, oh, Christopher Cody. At the end. Let me Good just time, digest you know. this. I need to digest this. Oh my God, Chris. All right, hey, we got both of y'all on here right now. Real quick, give me the top power rankings out of all, like the Stugas Mafia, the Chris Cody, Calvary, Roy's Realm. You know what I mean? All of that. Give me the power rankings. All right, Billy, go ahead. I mean, uh, there's, only, <laughs> there's only one number one, and it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's, it's all about the mafia. mafia. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much for checking us out here on Lauer After Hours. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lauer After Hours. Don't forget to download, subscribe, rate five stars. If you have a question for us, leave that in review. And we'll get to that in a later episode.